Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. All right, back here in the Mark and Kitchen Show. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. It was brought up on... Um, 98.5 this week, I think it was Tony Maz who mentioned the firing of Bill Belichick. That that was a headline that occurred this week, a narrative that was out there. Because he said he, Belichick should be fired now. Um, No, I, I heard what it was. It was basically like who were, you know, the coaches that are in the position to be fired. And he picked out two of the guys that were 0-2. It was, um, what's his name out in the Chargers? Brandon Staley. And, uh, Staley and Belichick. Okay. Hey, I'm just going to say that because we've talked about the Patriots and the coaching situation and should they move on. Um, look, it, it's one thing not to think he should be fired right now in this moment. But if you're not willing to consider the fact that this seat is is scorching hot and a change might be for the best, I mean, you're completely and utterly exposed. You're, you're not with reality. Okay, it's that bad. This situation, now you can disagree whether or not Bill Belichick should not be allowed to go forward as head coach of the New England Patriots. You want to disagree with that, that's fine. You want him still here, fine. But don't try to tell me that that's a ridiculous concept or or topic to discuss. That is a topic that is going to, we'll see how the next few days go, how the next few months go. That is not a ridiculous thing to discuss or to contemplate. And if you think it is... Are you talking You're about exposed. firing him in the middle of the season, or are you talking about like maybe after this year he's gone? I'm not talking about firing him in the middle of the season. In fact, okay, I just want I, I just want to clear because I think firing him in the middle of the season that that whatever that's not going to get you anywhere. That's not going to do anything for no. you. No, let um, me just. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, Coach, I just want to say just to say because I don't want people to think that's what I'm saying. I don't think you should fire him in the middle of the season. When and if you decide that's what you're going to do, I would. Bring him in and tell him, hey, Bill, this is the direction we're going in. How do you want to do this? And I would leave it completely up to him. I would even say, I don't think you should fire him in the middle of the season, no matter what. No matter what. That is too disrespectful, in my opinion. And maybe that's what people were reacting to, but that's not what I saw. I saw people just flat out reacting to him being fired. If it doesn't improve and it continues to go in the way that it's gone, it is a more than reasonable conversation. And if you don't think think so, you're exposed because it's more than reasonable. It's definitely more than reasonable. For all of the people that are firmly in the Belichick camp, as in like he can do no wrong or we still have all this faith in him, just take 
one lesson he always tried to impart. I'd rather get rid of someone a year too early than a year too late. And right now, it's feeling like three years too late. It's not a year too late anymore. It was really depressing. How, how has this been since Brady's been gone? It's not been good. It's not been fun as a Patriots fan. There's been a couple of glimmering moments. 2021, all right, you get this rookie quarterback in here. You end up making the playoffs, even though you kind of backed your way in. Um, you know, you, you took advantage of bad teams in the middle of the schedule to get yourself up there. And then when it came down to it, down the stretch, you sucked. And then you got doors blown off at the beginning of the playoffs. But still, making the playoffs in itself gave us all reason to be hopeful. And then you take a team that makes the playoffs and pull your pants down and take a dump on it and say, hey, deal with Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator. I'm such a genius. I'm going to take a guy who wasn't exactly a great defensive coordinator and turn him into an offensive coordinator with an offense that's complicated to run. Where has been – what? can someone point me to a really smart decision Belichick's made since 2018? Well, was he behind the Brandon Schooler play that allowed that uh, field goal to be blocked? Please. Are we all, are we all tugging it over that? I mean, I, I'm just trying to find something. I'm, I'm trying to be objective here. Is that what we're all going to tug it over? Is one special teams play? You know, I've cool. talked about this. That, that's where we've gotten. No, no, no. That's where we've gotten to as Patriots fans. That's how far we've fallen. As Pats fans, I've uh, that we're going to get I've hot and bothered over a goddamn block on special teams. I, I know I've brought this up before, and I apologize if you've heard this before, but it's relevant once again. But I always, when, whenever we come across these moments, I always think to that quote because I do think it's an insightful thing in the movie Little Big League. You remember that movie, Kitch? Love that movie. Yeah, but there was a scene in the movie where there was this veteran, where the kid was the manager, the veteran was, you know, you could tell he was on his last like leg as in his career, and he had a hit in a game. And the kid manager was all excited. It was a single, a bouncer through the right side. He was all excited. He was clapping and cheering. And the assistant coach was just looking at him because everybody kind of knew it was at the end. And he was like, you know when you're that excited over just a single? Something's probably wrong. And that's yeah. not where you need to be. And I like feel like that's sort of what we're talking about here, what you just mentioned. We're getting all hot and bothered over this play that, you know, a spe like one special teams play, one play. And Great. Say, hey, so he's Bill still Belich got it. He's still the, you know, the fastball's still there. Bill Belichick is Lou Collins now? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Listen. <laughs> Let's talk to Dan and Cranston on, on okay. the Patriots, and then I have one more thing I want to just bring up from yesterday. Hey, Dan. Hey. Uh, you know what's kind of I find ironic right now and kind of funny is that all summer, once the schedule came out leading up to the season, you know everybody pretty much said you know, one and three, maybe zero oh and four, right? So everything's yeah. kind of going to script, and it's like everyone seems to be acting like, "Holy crap! I can't believe they're losing these games." They're losing them exactly for the same reason that we thought they were going to lose them. You know, it's just, I find that kind of weird, but well, hold on a second. every week, go ahead. So just, just first of all, to flip it around the way it used to be was 
the Patriots would always be picked at, at worst to be 12 and four, 11 and you know, whatever it was, 12 and four, 13 and three back when there were 16 games, it was always that. But then when they would lose, the sky is falling. Everybody was shocked and nobody knew what to do. And that was the end of the dynasty, even though every year people picked them to lose four times. Okay. And the other thing before you finish, I, that's not why I'm upset. I'm most upset because of what I said, the way they approached that game against a good offense and just trying to keep it down and rock fight it up. That's what bothered me the most. You can continue. Sorry. Yeah, but that's they've been doing that now for years. That that hasn't changed. Yeah. That's not like a new phenomenon either. That's I know, always there. That's what I thought needed. To that's change. a frustrating part. No, you're right. You're 100 percent right. But the thing to me is like here's how I if if this manifests and metastasizes the way it's going, like every week, like if if they lose tomorrow, right? There's going to be a breaking point either internally on the team or. You know, the the best way to get Kraft off his ass to actually do something about this would be if people just stop showing up. You know, you know how John Henry, why did Hein Bloom really get fired? Because the Yankees tickets were going for a buck, right? Yeah. And the and the place was half empty. Now football's a different different uh, beast, obviously, because there's only you know eight nine home games depending on how it works out for you, and <clears throat> they can always turn to well, there's a waiting list now of God. I get this is kind of a front-running town. Once it's purely established, and I think this year is probably going to establish it that the Patriots really aren't that good and not going to be good anytime soon. People are going to start to drop off and say, "I got better things to do." I really believe that, and I think that that eventually will end up being what turns the tide. (laughs) How much do you have to pay to, to walk to the top of that? Don't you have to pay? You serious? Probably. I didn't know that. I think it's like five bucks or something. I, no, it's that's just pathetic. First <sighs> of all, why is there a lighthouse there? So I you can see Paris from Foxborough. It's New England. There's, there's ships. <laughs> in the, I don't know. Hey, you're not on the uh, coast. You know, it's fo- it's uh, It's not like you're in Plymouth or Gloucester or Newport. Light, I don't know. It's so dumb. What, 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 what can you know? I said it on the other show. You know, basically, you know what this is is. I hate to say it because, it, but it really is true. You know, Bob Kraft is Jeremy Jacobs right now. He just is. Ooh. The numbers don't lie anymore. Ooh. He's looking to he's looking to sell tickets. The Tom Brady, you know, the June twelfth thing, looking to make money. And you know, the pro the, the money's not going into the product right now. Everybody can know it. And Bill Belichick, you can call him Harry Sinden to a certain extent, but to me it's more about him the way he spends the money that he's given that I have a problem with him. But this team, you guys both know I've been on this for way too long. These two guys without Tom Brady are mere shadow of their reputations right now. Bill Belichick is the best defensive mind in the history of football. I have no, no, not never going to question that. And he probably still is right now, but numbers don't lie, dude. And it's now 77 and 90 and his tenure in New England, he was five and 11 and oh two before Tom Brady stepped in. And now his record since Tom Brady left is what? Two games under 500, three games under 500 that you, you cannot ignore those numbers. 
That's 167 games or whatever it is without Tom Brady, and he's terrible. That, that you just can't deny it anymore. That's 10 seasons. I'm just too right. frustrated to talk about it anymore. Take care. Right, yeah. thanks, Dan. Bye, bye, Dan. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend, bud. Um, to, to, just to add to that, it, you know, it hasn't helped the first two games this year. You know, blatant examples, very definitive examples of, hey, if you had a little more talent here, maybe this guy gets his foot down. Or yesterday, I just happened to see, and I didn't even remember this, Debo Samuel. Um, you know, he, he was at Gillette Stadium on a visit. He talked about Bill Belichick pre-draft on the NFL Network. He was yeah. right there for the – he thought he was coming here. A.J. Brown, Patriots fan, cried when the Patriots didn't draft him. Like, all these things just add up to more disappointment from a Bill Belichick execution perspective since Tom Brady left. Well, you know, and it, when we sit here and watch all this stuff, and, you know, it starts to make me really question him more and more and more. I mean, listen, I don't usually hold what happened in Cleveland against him. But now that we've had four seasons plus without Tom in New England, we really know what he is. It's a 500 coach over 14 years. Is that what, no, not 14, over 10, 11 years. That's a long time. And it's not just that that's what his record is. It's very questionable personnel decisions when Tom Brady's not here even going back to Cleveland. Let's get rid of the, you know, the local favorite who may be not great and bring in a guy who has wildly underachieved in his career, bringing in Vinny Testaverde, guy who looks like the prototype, prototypical quarterback, but outside of two years with the Jets, he sucked. He just sucked. And then when you look at it here and you look at the talent here and you go, what are you doing? You're passing up all these wide receivers and taking the one that everyone else knows should be later on. And then you do it again. Two years later. And Tyquan Thornton. First Nikhil Harry, then Tyquan Thornton. Both times, neither one of those guys was at the top, especially when they were drafted. And he thought he was so much smarter than everyone else. Then he's like, I'm, I'm taking this guy. Well, if you really believed in that guy, trade down because you know everyone else doesn't believe in them that much. I don't, I'm failing to see where the genius of Bill Belichick has been for five years. We're going to get, and if I'm craft, I'm done after this year. I do not care about the silly record. Him beating Don Shula. It's meaningless. If he goes and wins it with another team, who cares? Who cares? Um, no one will remember it. It won't matter because everyone will always remember him as a Patriots head coach. No one ever talks about Don Shula being the Baltimore Colts head coach, leading them to a Super Bowl appearance. Nobody talks about that. It will not be remembered. I just want to add. If, yep, go ahead. Based on, you know, this conversation, I always want to bring it up. It does not mean Bill Belichick is not the greatest head coach of all time. I don't care what his record is without Tom Brady because what he did do with Brady counts. 
and that yes. is why he is the greatest of all time. So don't twist it. He's the greatest of all time. Yes, but the, the glaring weakness, I, I agree, he is the greatest of all time. The glaring weakness he has is his lack of respect for the quarterback position. Sure. And I'm going to say this week, okay, it was very awkward. Now, a lot of people were talking about it was a three-minute press conference, whatever, yesterday. But it, I just found it to be almost sad, Kitch. You know, he was asked at one point, forget if it was Phil, Perry, or, but he was asked at one point about, did, they, did he do anything grand? Like a grand, you know, burying the football to sort of symbolize we're moving forward. And it just made me think like, you know, that was, you kept saying, you've been saying it all morning, the old Bill Belichick. Like the old days, the old way, where, where those gestures and those types of um, maneuvers meant something. And it was something that happened that was noteworthy throughout the course of the year that would add to his legend. Maybe that's the way of putting it. What has he done recently that has added to his legend? Those things don't exist anymore. And just hearing Phil bring it up in a press conference, it was just like the glory days. You know, it was, it was like that's what it used to be. And it's, I, it felt I, so far away in that moment. He's all of 71 years old. Yeah. And I don't care how what he looks like on the outside or how he thinks he feels on the inside. Dude, you're 71 years old. There gets to a point where things start to slip, and you don't realize they're slipping away. His fire has clearly you know, been diminished from what it was 10, 12, 15 years ago, and that's understandable. Sure. But he hasn't done the things to make his life easier, actually easier. He's done these m tiny little things to kind of make his life a little more comfortable, but he hasn't done anything to make his job easier. He hasn't brought in the uh, a young hot shot at um, offensive coordinator. He brought in Bill O'Brien, who, by the way, Patriots fans, can we stop jerking ourselves off over Bill O'Brien? He wasn't great when he was here with Tom Brady. McDaniels was better. Devin, you might need to dump that. All right, let's. Uh, but let's but talk uh, am that. I wrong? No, no hold on, real real quick, Matt. We'll get to you in 30 seconds. But am I wrong? We And I kind of fell for it, too, a little bit, not as much as other people did. But we're talking about Bill O'Brien like he's the second coming. He's not. Well, He's fine. Once again, Ben, you know, we've talked on this show. We've asked the question on this show. We asked, how much does an offensive coordinator really change the game for a football team? I asked for examples. When did Team X hire this offensive coordinator and everything changed? They, they got to a totally different level. I, I couldn't, we couldn't think of much in, in the form of examples. I don't know. So, the, yes, I'm not surprised that we are where we are. I thought Bill O'Brien had an awful day on Sunday. Awful. Okay? He kept running the ball. He was running the ball on second and one. Like, I, I thought he had an awful day. High school plays, sideways passes. And, and again, oh, we're going to take a shot down the sideline. Down the sideline being the key word there. Why? Because it's safe. And usually, I mean, do you know how hard it is to catch a ball along the sideline? You know what kind of athleticism and coordination you have to have? You're fighting the, the sideline, the defender. Like, that's such a low percentage throw, but why do they do it? Because 
it's probably not going to work, and at least it'll go out of bounds and nobody intercepts it. Like, yeah. I can't stand the approach. That's because why this I'm offense, because Belichick and Bill O'Brien and this offense has no balls. It's no balls. But but it, it's partly because they have no talent. And, you know, we're all homers, so we're sitting here like, oh, Kendrick Bourne's pretty good. Average at best. Average at best. You yeah. put him on most every other team in the NFL. I don't think he, there's not a single team he'd be the number one wide receiver on. He, he's Kendrick Bourne. Is there's the Red most Sox. teams. He's the there's Red most Sox. Teams, he wouldn't be this team's second wide receiver. And we sit here and go, oh, Kendrick Bourne's pretty good. He's fine. He's fine. As your third, you, Devontae you know Parker, is? same thing. You, you know what Kendrick Bourne is, Kitch? And I, I like Kendrick Bourne. I don't want to make it sound I like too. I don't like him. I, I do too, but the reality is, is he's an average at best wide receiver. You know what he is to me? He he's he's Chris Hogan. You know, like if he were here during those years, five six years ago, he would have been what Hogan is. Yeah, maybe. I, I I would give him a little more than that, but you're not far off. Similar to that. Yeah. All right, let, I, 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 my apologies, Matt and Warwick. I, I pushed you off because I was, wanted to make a stupid point. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on? Um, so you mentioned Debo Samuel. So that might have been the biggest um, swing of events in a, in a draft because you're telling me that you can't decipher a wide receiver like Nikhil Harry with absolutely zero compete level versus a receiver like Debo Samuel who went to his rookie camp after he – in San Francisco, and got to a almost got to a fight over a ping pong game. His compete level is so high, he's about to fight over a ping pong game, and you got this guy who's a complete bum. Like, so my the point of my call here is his mantra: "What's best for the team?" Is he's he's giving back so many chips at the table on this? Like he he's so full of crap. Like you know, last year another example. How do you do something like that? And like the genius is not there. Tom Brady was a genius. And all 53 guys were held up to his level as well as the practice team. And like, that's what it was all about. He's, a, he's an average an average football coach with a great defensive mind. There's a big difference. Mm. It, it, you, know, it, you disagree? No, no, no. I, that was a – sorry, I, I'm sick. So I don't want to take away, Matt, from the things and groans, he did when Brady I agree. was here because he deserves the credit for what he did when Brady was here. But this goes back to what I always said. What people are holding on to is Belichick the genius. What he did when he was at his best, his strengths aren't applicable now because he was great at managing the elite teams and the greatness thanks to Brady. He managed them beautifully. He got rid of guys early. He, he finagled the roster. He kept them level-headed when they were having ridiculous amounts of success. That was his ultimate strength. None of that applies now. That's why it's like, okay. Maybe you get a different guy in here who has other strengths that can benefit this team. Okay, but you can't keep on throwing the mantra, what's best for the football team, and snorting in people's faces when you're doing stuff directly contrary to that. Like, you got rid of Jacoby Myers because you felt he was causing trouble last year, and he might have, like, not taken your contract. There's no there's no plausible. You bring in Juju, Juju to replace Myers, that's a ridiculous concept considering the the fit that he was with Mac Jones. Like, you're working against the team. You're not doing what's best for the team. In the first five years when you have this rookie guy on his contract, you're, you're working against him. 
it, it just doesn't make any sense. It, he's, he does what's best for Bill. And Greg, you have the hay in the barn with the, with the six Super Bowls? I, I get it. Can't think that way, but at this point in time, it's getting really, really old. Yeah. You know, it, 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 but anyway, thanks, thanks for the call, guys. And the other thing that's not doing him any favors, Kitch, it's, yeah. you know, he, we all know how it ended with Brady. Now, they're on great terms now, and that's good for them. I'm happy about that. But we all know a big reason why it didn't, it didn't end up Brady staying here and finishing his career with the Patriots is because Bill Belichick was okay with him leaving. Um, I'm not going to say he no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, and I was saying this like two or three years before it ever happened. He wanted him gone. Right, okay. It wasn't, he that, he was, it wasn't right. that he was okay with him leaving. He so I'm just saying it, it looks worse for you based on how things have gone when you couple how things have gone with the fact that he wanted Brady gone. So that's even worse for you in terms of optics and the aesthetics surrounding your struggles post-Tom Brady. You wanted him gone. We all know it. Brady knew it. We all know it. You wanted him. You were okay with him leaving. You wanted him gone. Whatever it was. You were not. It would have been different if, hey, come on, Tom, stay here. And he was just done. Or he retired and just wanted to go with his family or whatever. If it was clear that you didn't want him to go, then people, I think, would have been a little bit more sympathetic. But, you know, you wanted him gone. And then you acted like you had no idea what you were doing. So that doesn't help either. It's just a big mess. When we get back, okay, the 0-2 Patriots, first time since 2001, are going up against the Jets team in a place where they – I mean, I know they've won 14 straight against the Jets, but they've struggled against the Jets in New York many times dating back to Tom Brady. This is a must win, and we're going to put into perspective what this game coming up on Sunday means. This is the Market Kitchen Show 103.7 WEI. MJ Sullivan has the Hyundais you're looking for. Hi, this is... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.